Hey guys, Scott Adams with Repertoire Magazine bringing you the latest MedRepInsights.com podcast brought to you by Bovi Medical. I've got an interesting topic for you today regarding the new tariffs that have been proposed by the Office of the United States Trade Representative. This is a 25% duty that is being put on products coming out of China, which many of you may have heard or seen this in the news or read it in the paper. What you may not realize or be aware of is it includes products like needles and syringes, sterile surgical sutures, uh, other types of suture materials, tissues and adhesives, wound care closure, MRI machines, defibrillators, artificial joints, pacemakers, malaria diagnostic kits, dental equipment such as drills and burrs. That's right, folks. This is going to affect medical products coming into the U.S. from China, which will ultimately affect you ultimately affect the caregivers, and actually ultimately affect every one of us as patients. Think about this for a second. Adding a 25% tariff to these products runs so counterintuitive to our goal of reducing health care costs to patients, as well as to the U.S. government. It makes absolutely no sense. Our voices need to be heard. That's why I'm challenging you to listen to the next 20 minutes that I spend with Linda Rouse O'Neill from Haida. Uh, to, she's going to tell us what we need to do to get our voices heard. So put your hands on the wheel, eyes forward, don't wreck your car, open those ears. It's time to pot up and set yourself apart from the rest of the industry. Here we go. Hi, this is Scott Adams from Repertoire Magazine. Thanks for tuning in to MedRep Insights. I have Linda Rouse O'Neill from Haida with us today talking about the tariffs being levied against China on things being imported into the U.S. and the fact that medical devices could be affected by that. And we thought you guys may be interested in, in hearing a little more about that and learning what Haida is doing to help us have our voice heard on the Hill in D.C. So, Linda, thank you so much for being here today. Of course. So, Linda, this first question is kind of a mouthful, but I'm going to try to get through it and then really interested to hear what your answer is on this one. The U.S. Trade Representative has released a list of tariff items, which includes many medical products, i.e. ultrasounds, equipment, needles and syringes, catheters, so on, so on. If these tariffs are inactive, which will have the greatest impact on U.S. one manufacturers, distributors, and healthcare providers? I think the simple answer is all of the above. You know, at Haida, we've been working through um, the list as best we can. Um, and you're right, of those 1,300 tariff or proposed items for being um, getting the 25% tariff, there is a lot of medical products. And probably even beyond that, when you look at some of the components and the ingredients that are going to be taxed that would go into a finished product, the impact is probably even greater. I just from a distributor perspective, don't have as much insight into some of the components and the ingredients that manufacturers would be depending on. But the finished products uh, themselves are, are vast. We always try to look at it through the lens of, you know, the impact on our customers and their patients. And we're really concerned about the impact on the cost of healthcare, uh, since so many of these products that go through the med surge supply chain are really, you know, low margin products to begin with and are used in all types of everyday healthcare services. Another great reason why I love doing these podcasts, Linda, you just threw a figure out there that I was I was aware of, but it didn't hit me until you said it, and that is that there is going to be a 25% tariff on finished products coming out of China to the U.S. Correct. Well, and there's also on that list that there are component parts and ingredients that would be 
tariff to 25% as well. That's what, it, what was on gotcha. the list from the USTR, correct? And they each one get a 25% tariff. Linda, just real quick as a follow-up to that question, do you see this affecting any other policies that are currently out there, such as preparedness? I do. Um, I think we feel strongly that there is a preparedness message to that, and that's something that we are working on. When you look at the types of products that are on the list um, that are being proposed for that 25% tariff, there are a lot of products like needles, syringes, wound care, sutures, um, lidocaine, a lot of products that you would need in any sort of public health event crisis would be impacted. And I think that's going to have a very big impact on preparedness efforts. But also, I think it gives us an opportunity to position the arguments for why we should be taken off this list um, that's being proposed, tying it to preparedness and some other public health initiatives that might not have been kind of, that might not be articulated by other groups. Yeah, keeping in in step with the, what, the kind of the line of questioning we're going down right now, do you see this affecting patients in the United States? Definitely. When you when you know the list has, you can kind of almost put it in some buckets around. There are many products that are used for everyday sort of procedures and surgeries, like anesthesia delivery devices, um, implants. Are there's a lot of orthopedic implants that are on that list as well. There's a lot of dental products that are on that list. So any sort of everyday healthcare service is going to be impacted, and that 25% is pretty big. Um, and it's, can't, that's huge. It can't not ha- it is. You can't not have an impact on the cost of delivering healthcare, and that's a little bit counterintuitive to um, all of our efforts as a supply chain to be more efficient and lower the cost of healthcare and kind of do our part. Obviously, China has got to do some form of retaliation to fend off some of this tax that's going to be affecting them. Have you seen a list of products that they may be adding a tariff to coming from the United States into the Chinese market or for those manufacturers who are producing and manufacturing in China and selling into the Chinese market? I have not seen that list. I have not. All right. Would you expect that to have an impact on the U.S. medical manufacturers who export products to China or who build products in China for the Chinese market? That's a great question. I don't think I've got any insight into in terms of where they would focus any sort of um, counter um, counter tariff, if you will. So I, I don't have great insight into where they would go with that. Linda, before we shift gears here into Haida's position on this, I'd like to step away for a second and tell you a little bit about Bovi Medical. Now a few words about our sponsor. And before I even get into that, I'd like to thank Bovi Medical for sponsoring this podcast. You're such a great partner to Share Moving Media, Repertoire Magazine, and to the distribution world as a whole. You've been there for as long as I can remember in my 22 years in the industry. So thank you for all you do for distribution and for us. Bovi, more than just generators. Bovi Medical Corporation is a leader in the manufacturing of a range of electrosurgical products and technologies marketed through both private labels and the company's own well-respected brands, Bovi, IDS, and Derm, to distributors worldwide. The company also leverages its expertise through original equipment manufacturing, or OEM, agreements with other medical device manufacturers. Bovi Medical Corporation is also the developer of J-Plasma, a patented plasma-based surgical product for cutting, coagulation, and ablation of soft tissue. 
Bovi also offers a wide range of generators ranging from the 10-300 watts to meet general practice, dermatology, OBGYN, acute centers, and ambulatory surgery needs. Along with man manufacturing generators, Bovi also offers cultoscopes, lighting options, cryosurgery, and Dopplers. Bovi, more than just generators. Thanks again, Bovi, for being the sponsor of this podcast. It's a lot of great information coming from Linda and Ida. I also wanted to mention to the audience that we will be launching a six-part series podcast on the POL coming in the next few weeks. We will host that on medrepinsights.com. I will be interviewing Jim Poggi in this six-part series, taking you all the way from kind of walking into the PO lab with confidence to taking a CLIA Wave lab and getting them to moderately complex to the different products you can sell in a moderately complex POL, and then finally ending with the value of molecular for you, the physician, and the patient. We hope you'll tune into those. Again, they'll be hosted on medrepinsights.com. All right, we're back with Linda. Linda, just real quick, I'd love to, to get your take kind of where Haida stands. Does Haida intend to comment on the proposed tariff items? And if so, what are you likely to say on the Hill? Um, we, we are going to comment. We've been talking to our members, so this is perfect timing. We've been talking to our members this week to get some feedback and input on on the tariff, on the products, on the impact on on the supply chain as a whole, and obviously the the customers and ultimately the patients. So we will definitely comment. We are probably, before I answer kind of what will be in there, we're actually going to do a three-pronged strategy, kind of how I think of it. We will be doing some meetings on Capitol Hill. Um, on the House, it's the Ways and Means Committee that has jurisdiction over trade. On the Senate side, it's the Finance Committee. Probably doing some meetings and, again, tying some of those points on on the med surge supply chain and the impact on healthcare and preparedness and bring those messages to the Hill. Since the USTR is in a comment period now, you know, you can't go meet with an agency when they are having something open for comment period, so we can't do that right this second. Um, we are also, in addition to doing our own comments and encouraging our members to write in, we're looking at the potential for doing a association letter. So not just HIDA, but other associations in town who represent the continuum of the supply chain from manufacturers down to, to end users. So that's something that might take a little while to, to get together, but that's something that we thought might be also a good messaging. Um, our comments will probably focus on what we've done talking about in terms of the impact on everyday services and surgeries um, that patients expect, uh, regardless of, of where they live or what type of procedure, a lot of things are supported by the products that are on that list. We'll definitely mention the preparedness aspect and tie that to public health. And one thing I didn't mention earlier, vaccines and flu kits and malaria diagnostic tests are also on that list. Um, for proposed oh, wow. tariffs. And again, you know, it's not even just preparedness, but it's public health prevention in, as well that could be impacted. And then I think also an important point that's come up from some of our members is that, you know, this 25 or increase for all of these products, there is no, there is nowhere for that to be made up anywhere. And some of our members even bill directly um, to Medicare for some services that they provide, especially those in the post-acute world, you have to accept whatever that rate is from the government. So it's not it's very tough to pass that cost along when there are fee-for-service already structures in place from the government. So there's no right. corresponding 25% increase from Medicare to cover that um, by any means. And I think that's going to have an impact as well. 
Absolutely, there's no doubt it's going to have an effect. And, and in fact, it, with all this uncertainty, and as we're in this 60-day comment period, Linda, how are HIDA members responding as you're talking to them today? I think everyone's, I think first of all, I think collectively everyone's really scrutinizing the list to make sure they understand what's what's in there and talking to their supply chain partners, et cetera. And that always takes a while to really to get through. I think also commenting to USTR is not something that I know at least Haida traditionally um, hasn't done a lot of. So we're also making sure that we understand how USTR likes to receive their comments and going through that kind of legal process, if you will, um, to make sure we have everything all nailed down to have our comments have the most impact as possible. And I think our I think our members are doing the same thing and everyone's yeah. coordinating and discussing kind of from that big picture, the impact on the supply chain. So I think you're going to see more and more details coming out, but we still have a few weeks to go before those comments are due. You know, how about for the for the everyday repertoire reader, Linda, what are some things that they can be, be doing to, to – you know, is there something on your website? Are there some things you guys are suggesting? I know we had such success with uh, getting the medical device tax pushed out. This is a, another opportunity for us to have our voice heard in the med surge world uh, when, in fact, D.C. a lot of times doesn't understand the ramifications of doing some of these things. So give us a little advice for the, for the repertoire reader and the folks that are listening today. We do, and we will. We don't have that ready yet on the tariff, but I would, I would say it's going to be coming. Um, and when you do see it from us, urging our members to weigh in directly with USTR during the comment period, that I would really encourage people to do so. As shoot, we should take successful credit for the device tax, and that's what happens when people weigh in. Um, it does make a difference, right. and you know, in a particular note, as we are learning more about USTR and the Trade Act. Um, is they do pay attention when the majority of an industry weigh in on a policy like this. So how you define industry, how you define majority certainly is, you know, up for debate. But I think the more people from supply chain and then possibly possibly getting your customers to weigh in will have a significant impact um, with the USTR as they assess how they want to go forward. on a side on a side note there linda I, I would ask when you guys get that ready please shoot it to me so i can put it out in the daily news a couple of days during that that week once it's up Absolutely. live and we make Absolutely. sure we hit both of our audiences i know we overlap a lot but um yep so we make sure everybody sees it in, in the different places they go to find their information um Definitely. last thing i would i would ask kind of final question and this really is for the the, the direct guy in the field or or lady in the field that's calling on on uh healthcare providers any suggestions for that sales rep that they should know or questions or things they should be talking to you know their hospitals physician offices or post acute customers yep. about the tariff or should should they sit tight um i would certainly defer to any company policy on what they want their sales rep saying but i would say that I think it would be important to educate customers on the vast list of medical products that are included in this proposed tariff policy so that they understand that it's not, it is not just a upstream issue. It is something I think that's going to impact the entire healthcare system. And I think that's a good education opportunity, providing whoever they work for is comfortable with that message. But I think it's also a great opportunity if to get those customers to weigh in as well. They are welcome to take all of our stuff once we've got some drafts that are in good order that we can share with members um, and with you to get out to readership. 
they can take those drafts and share that and encourage uh, their provider customers to weigh in as well. So I think that would be important, and I think it would add to the to the impact of that majority of the industry having concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Linda, as always, thank you so much. You're full of information, and we really appreciate you taking the time. Hopefully, the folks in Washington will get it uh, in their heads that adding a tariff to medical device tax is not the way to lower the cost of medicine in the United States, and it does put patients at risk. So hopefully our voice will be heard, just like it was in the medical device tax issue. Linda, one final question just for me, and this is more, you know, just curiosity. Will you guys, will this topic still be at the forefront when we do the fly-ins in early June? We are preparing that it will be a relevant topic for the fly-in. June 7th is not too far after the public comment period. You know, they do have an obligation to to look through those comments. Um, I do think my understanding is this type of process under the trade moves moves faster than other regulatory processes, but I do think it is something that will still be very relevant, and we're going to be working on some talking points for those coming to the fly-in. Perfect. I'll look forward to to learning more about that and having those conversations on the Hill. For those of you listening today that don't recognize the term fly-in, it's when a group goes into D.C. and we're on the Hill that day lobbying for certain topics, and Heide does a great job of helping the industry stay right on top of that right at the the spear of or the tip of the spear rather things that we need to be be aware of so linda thank you so much for you and your staff and everything you guys do and i really appreciate you being here today you're very welcome i'd like to end this MedRep insights podcast by thanking the folks at haida for all they do thanking linda so much for being willing to jump on these podcasts with me at the spur of the moment I also would like to thank Bovi Medical for being the sponsor of this. Without sponsors like Bovi, we couldn't put these podcasts out. Hopefully you were able to, to gain some uh, insight as to where the medical uh, or the tariff is today, where it's kind of headed, and the fact that we're in this 60-day quiet period. But please be looking on the daily news, Repertoire's daily news, for when Haida gets the information out so your voice can be heard. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and Look forward to talking to you in the upcoming weeks on some additional topics.